one of the reasons I wanted to I wanted to be here was uh, I thought it was it was Prime Day, like October thirteenth hit it hit is, me. It is Prime Day. It is Prime, Prime, Day. Day. Prime Day. Yeah, Happy Prime exactly. Day, everybody. Yeah, and then when I found out there was an Apple event, I got double excited because I thought there would be Max, but yeah. Oh no. Yeah. The thing that bothers me with Prime Day is I feel like it's <laughs> become all about the emotion and like the sentiment, and it's supposed to be about the consumerism. It's not. A, it's not about the <laughs> commerce anymore. It's supposed to have the festive deal. Just not about the commerce. When yeah. can will people get back to the relentless spending? Yes, that's what the I Prime Day spirit's all about. Did you guys buy any Prime Day stuff? We start in there? Yes. Yeah. I, I have made Prime Day I purchases. Yet. I haven't yet. I need some I, got... I need some foot powder though. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> so I might get some foot powder. It's wow. actually the only place I can get the foot powder I like. <laughs> the little dog does not like that. There are no, there are no, I guess there might be other, I don't know. Are there, are there other places that sell foot powder? Dan is now making yeah. references to things that happened before the show started recording. I yep. just want to put that out there. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, here are the things that I bought in increasing order of interestingness. That means the first two things are not at all interesting. First three things. A new pack of playing cards, because they were $3 for 12 packs of cards, and we play cards in this house. Blue light glasses, which I have no interest in, but my daughter really wants, because they're on the computers all day for school now. So blue light glasses for her. Fantastic. Sheets for the bed, because beds need sheets. Then here's where it gets exciting. A mini projector (laughs) for use outside that can project Mm. up to 100 inches and it was on sale for very cheap and it came with i was looking at the reviews it had like six thousand five-star reviews which i could not believe and people seem to love this projector it's a qkk mini projector so we'll see if that freaking thing works and a new garage door opener that has wi-fi smarts built in because one of my garage door openers is slowly dying and i'm going to try to Mm -hmm. install it myself at which point i will be slowly dying so that's (laughs) those are the things i bought Hmm. that's pretty good I have only one thing in my cart currently, and I haven't pulled the trigger on it yet, and it's a starter kit of the pair of the Lutron Casada um, smart uh, switches, the ones that you wire into your wall, which I have very good reviews from both the wire cutter and Jason Snell, I think, really likes them. And since we are redoing a kitchen, I'm hoping to eventually put those in. I haven't bought them yet. Is it your kitchen? They're sitting in there. I just need to hit that buy button. I have to say, I've just been, I'm holding, holding off a little bit, but I haven't seen, I really was hoping, uh, according to something I saw, which suggested that there might be some good deals on uh, smart security cameras. <laughs> we will go into this more in depth some other time, but boy, do I hate the ones that I bought and I'm strongly planning on returning them. <laughs> mm. uh, real quick, Dan, before you go further, Joe Rosensteel, new Rebound Prime subscriber, asks in the submit a question functionality of Rebound Prime, how's the Yuffie <laughs> thing going, Dan? <laughs> Thanks, Joe. So glad you asked. Terribly. <laughs> I have never had a product that has given me that much frustration. Everything seemed to be working okay, other than one of the batteries was draining a little faster than I like. So I went to charge it last week, and when I plugged it into the base station to charge it just over, you know, a standard USB cable, it would then, after I uh, disconnected it and went to attach it to the mount again, it would no longer, it would keep saying no response from camera. And I would switch to it, and very briefly, it would show me an image from the camera, and then be like, nah, I can't talk to the camera. So I decided to try and repair them and like reset everything, and I still cannot get them paired now. Several days later, and I've tried everything, and the instructions are written in terrible English, and I'm just pissed off. 
You sound pissed off, Dan. I Other than feel that, going pissed great. off. Other than that, going swell. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I noticed they have AirPods for 115 bucks. Yeah. But I have AirPods. Yes, you do. They also have cheaper Beats Wireless Pro things, too. They're all cheaper than they used to be. And speaking of headphones, there was absolutely nothing about headphones at the... And not at the event, Apple, but there, the are new, event there are new Beats Wireless headphones, which... <laughs> Uh, I think actually really? Joe, Joe Rosensteel sent to me. Uh, I'm trying to remember now what they are because my wife uses the Beats X or whatever. And I think there is a, yeah, so the Beats Flex. Flex, yeah. Uh, which are no $50, uh, use USB-C, and have 12-hour battery life. Anyways, a slightly cheaper wireless, basically similar style of headphone. So the- so they're going to keep investing in the Beats name, right? Like we apparently that's kind of our. I, yeah. they are. I mean, there I are know, wires, but they are wireless. Yes. Well, yes, they are. They are Bluetooth. Yeah, they go around the neck, but they're yeah. Bluetooth. Yeah. I people get really bent out of shape when you describe things as wireless that have a wire, and I get it. I get it, <laughs> but at the same time, I find it far more annoying to worry about. Like I know people who are really upset about wireless charging not being wireless, and I'm like, I understand, but that's just what we're yeah, calling it. I mean, so right. just kind of yeah. deal with it. <laughs> It is wireless and like it uses an induction thing. It's right. The physics. Yes. It's but physics. people are upset that like, there's still a wire that you have to plug into the power physics. to get the power to the wireless charging physics thing. Physics based devices. Yeah, physics physics as opposed to the magical based devices of, yeah, right. of days of your yeah. Speaking of wireless charging though, I do want to say I am very amused that Apple has once again announced a wireless charging pad. That it did not give a ship oh, date. It didn't yeah, ship yet. Yeah, no ship date, yet. no price. Yeah. Let's go through this uh, keynote, because apparently Apple had an event today. Let's go through this out of order. I saw <laughs> 85% of it unmuted. But that, so they said, uh, we got MagSafe now for these phones of ours, and you can use a MagSafe charger. But they said that like MagSafe chargers are things. Have they rechristened the Apple Watch charger and MagSafe charger? Are they saying I can charge my phone with my Apple Watch circle no. dingus? Nope. Um, no. this is just a new, it's a new, they've used the old brand name on a totally new right. type of product, which is but they similar. Said it, they said it before they announced what a MagSafe charger was, right? I'm correct that the, in the cadence of this presentation, it was like, you can even charge with a MagSafe charger, a thing that we haven't announced until this very sentence. Like it, it, and they didn't qualify what that was, right? I think that was just a rhetorical device used to lead into that announcement. Basically. I got your rhetorical device right here, Dan. <laughs> What does it look like? I mean, I've never always been curious. No, I don't what is it? Know. Yeah, please tell John. <laughs> don't describe exactly it. what your rhetorical device looks like. The little dog no. does not like that. Never mind. It's too big to put it in your pocket. <laughs> oh so my god! It's kind of it's kind of a bit of a non-starter. Please stop. It's not that kind of show. <laughs> but I, I, I think this is a clever move, and I think it is a very clear indication that that portless iPhone that has been rumored is going to happen. I think this is how it will happen. Yeah, and I think it will probably yeah. happen next year, is my guess. But we'll see. So, and and it does not require a special case because I think early rumors had said that this would require some kind of special case, but it actually just works on the back of the iPhone, right? Well, I'm unclear about how much those cases, because the cases themselves have magnets in them. I thought they showed like the ma- like the cases magneting onto the back they, of the phone. They did, but they also showed it magneting onto the back of the iPhone. Right, and then I wondered if there were magnets in the cases themselves that then sort of somehow pass it through. I have no idea. I think it's magnets all the way down. Okay. How do they work? Yeah, I mean, and I, and I, you know, and they spent. <laughs> They spent so long repeating 5G. Oh my god! And and yet did not explain how these things charge <laughs> all that clearly. 
Well, I mean, it seems clear to me that it's basically like, to Lex's point, it's a blown up version of the of the Apple Watch charger, right? Like it uses induction. It has magnets to click on. And I think that it's smart. The magnet thing is smart because I've definitely had nights where I put my phone down on my wireless charging pad and it doesn't yeah. line up correctly. And I wake up the yep. next day. I'm like, why is my phone dead? You know, halfway through the day. So that's smart. Plus, it lets them sell magnetic chargers, which, <laughs> you know, that's that's good right. business there. But it does specifically advertise some of these cases as having MagSafe, which makes me wonder if see, you just can, why I don't understand. Yeah, I'm with you. Can you slap any case onto it, or because because Qi charging works through a case if it's not right. like super bulky? But I don't I don't know. So they say the, the the product design says with built-in magnets that align perfectly with the iPhone 12, 12 Pro, the case offers a magical attach and detach experience every time. <laughs> hey. The perfectly aligned magnets make wireless charging faster and easier than ever before. And when it's time to charge, just leave the case on your iPhone and snap on your MagSafe charger or set it on your Qi certified charger. That's all I got for you. It seems like a smart solution to just sort of auto-center the charging coil, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is clever. I mean, but I don't understand, like, where does that... It seemed like that worked with the phone and then... Then they also talk about the cases as if it's something different. Oh, my, yeah, my take on the case is that there would be uh, magnets in the case that would center the thing as if they were the same magnets in the phone, if that mm. makes sense. Yeah, okay, so that makes sense. Yeah. Because due to the thickness of the case, the uh, attraction of the magnets would be less. So if you put magnets in the case, you can still align it, make it align it. Yeah. That's this pure speculation. But yeah, that that makes a lot of sense, of my, and it yeah. would be relatively easy for a third party to probably just reproduce, right? right? Yeah, like, just put a magnet that has this these properties there, and you should be good to go. Yeah, the the magnetic cases they didn't show you taking them on and off in any video part that I saw, <laughs> but yeah, I, I appreciate the mix of color palettes that they're showing on their MagSafe <laughs> accessories page, where it's like, look, here's how it looks with all the different wallets. I have zero interest in a MagSafe wallet for my phone, to be clear. But they show a clear case, which makes sense if you're selling colorful phones. I've just never seen a clear case stay clear. So I'm curious if their clear case will stay clear. Mm. It also blows my mind that you can buy the case for an, a new iPhone for $10 more than you can buy the charger for the iPhone. I find that shocking, but what do I know? Well, uh, cheap chargers is nothing to complain about, I feel like. <laughs> cheap. Yeah, especially I didn't since say that I thought the MagSafe charger was cheap, by the way. It's cheap, yeah, yeah. Fair. $39. Have they said if they come in the box or not? Or did no. I miss that? Uh, the did only thing that comes Jackson? in the box is now a lightning to USB-C cable. That is it. Mm-hmm. Lisa Jackson went straight to the top of Apple. I'm telling you that much <laughs> right now. This, she, got, she got an executive suite that is the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Well, pretty, pretty good. She's also solar powered. I mean, which makes sense. Yeah, yeah she's got to yeah. go up there to recharge. That was awesome that they they put. It is hilarious that they put it up there. Like even the <laughs> roof of that place looks pretty I cool. Did, I did want an outtake at something in the end where like she's like, "Can I come down now?" Like, oh. right? Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. immediately made me think of this. Uh, I, a very old weekend update segment that came out during the time when um, I think it was, oh, maybe it was actually, maybe it was Dave Barry, I don't know, but some humorist <laughs> who made a joke about they used to have ads for Disney World where Mickey Mouse was standing on top of the, uh, 
the giant oh, the, uh, the Epcot Center? Earth Ball yeah. at Epcot Center. He was standing on top of Wavy. And so I, I'm going to go with those Dave Barry, not SNL, but Dave Barry talking about how Mickey's carcass is up there now because they never <laughs> got him down. It, that was immediately where my head went was Mickey on top of that giant Epcot Ball. <laughs> I think the USB, keeping the USB C ch- uh, like cable in there makes a certain degree of sense. I saw people complaining about, like, wait, but we don't all have like USB C power bricks, right? Like, oh, for yeah, crying out sucks, loud. People. Right. I mean, I, I think. <sighs> yeah. Here's my my feeling on that is one, it's the reason they didn't change the iPhone to USB C, especially if they're going to go right. portless. Is like, but it, you can still use any lightning cable that you have sitting around. So if you have a like lightning to USB A cable, you're fine. There's no big deal. And the you have them. They sell them at gas stations. Just probably don't buy don't, them from gas stations anymore than like gas station <laughs> sushi or yeah. Mm. <laughs> But at the same time, now you can have a USB-C cable that does fast charging. It plugs into your Mac. And if you want to spend the extra money to buy a USB-C brick, fine, you can do that. Like, I think that's why they can I understand the complaints, though. I heard guys for crying out loud, and I understand his criticism of this complaint, too. But I understand the complaint. More people, I think, still don't have USB-C receptacles yes. than do and so that's yeah. a, they're giving you a charger that you can't necessarily use but I, I i understand where they're coming from but yes exactly your point if you if this is your first iphone yeah now you're potentially in a struggle if it's not then you should be okay you, now you gotta buy a thing sure yes yeah, so but the thing is that has always been the case with computers right like physical connectors change eventually at some point uh, that was true. Like the first USB that shipped with the iMac, everybody was like, "Why are you using USB? That's idiotic. Well, I want my parallel port or SCSI." <laughs> but if and I buy just... a computer, I can plug it in, right? If I buy a computer, I can give it power. Today, you could, in theory, buy an iPhone and from the box not have the ability to give it power. That's I understand that as a complaint on the consumer side. I didn't get that far before ranting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> we have a late breaking correction here. Beep, 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 beep. I, for, I forgot. No, I just forgot that the brick wasn't going to be in there itself. Uh, I, I, which is the whole point of the thing. I get it, but look, eventually, but I, I'm the also world's like going to change. In those little bricks, right? Yeah. yeah. Here's so, one. You know what? There's one right in front of me. Call John. He'll send you a power brick. I just, yeah, I just really. found one. Actually, I could do that. John's doing a giveaway. If you join Rebound Prime. It's not, not, not going to be a fast charging one, but I could give you one of those little ones. Do you know what? If you sign up to uh, Rebound Prime right now, <laughs> I will mail you a USB-A uh, power brick. No, but they don't need a USB-A one, right? They need a USB-C one. That's the cable in the box. Well, oh, unless they get it. the cable? Yeah, you send them the cable. Uh, no, I'm, I, I'm proving the point that these things are ubiquitous and just goofy. Right. I'm not going to give away the USB-C. That's Ooh. gold. I'm selling that. <laughs> <laughs> smart. Man. No, like, look, the point is there is a lot of these things, and adding more of them to the world is probably a bad thing. I get why they're doing it, it does not make sense that you can't charge your phone just out of the box. That is dumb. Yeah, more to the point, if they decide to get rid of the cable next year, the MagSafe charger that they sell is USB-C on the other end. So you're still yeah. not going to have a place to plug it in unless you buy a brick or plug it into your Mac that is new enough that it has USB-C. Do they have dongles that will, uh, you know, like um, you can get like wall sockets that have two plugs and two USBs in them for charging? Yeah. USB-As? Can you, like, adapt that to a USB-C? Easily? I haven't seen well, that product, but it would not surprise me if it exists at some point. It's just that yeah, the USB-A's you don't need are to so ubiquitous. do much, right? You just need the power lines to be working. I don't think you need to communicate and, and you know, 
If money is no object, I might recommend that as a way to charge your new iPhone, just buy an iPad Pro because you can use its USB-C port true. to yeah, charge really. your uh, Yeah. Did you get the feeling that the phone would charge other stuff too? They no. did not. I did not buy that. that. No. no. I, I must have misunderstood a sentence because it says something about like, you know, you put the, the MagSafe on the back of the phone and it will charge. And for some reason, I thought like, wait, that's weird. Like, is it bi-directional? Like, will it, if you put your watch, if you put your watch in the back of the phone. And that was a rumor at some point, right? That you were going to be able to put the headphone thing, you know, if you had an AirPods with the recharge case, you know, the wireless charging case. Right. You could put it on the back of the phone, but. Exactly. Maybe uh, their choice of words. currently. Right. Okay. So maybe their choice of words reminded me of that capability, which was a little weird. And I think a Samsung phone does it. Yeah, there are some. That is always weird. It's weird. Even on laptops, when, uh, like, if you plug your, you can plug, like, a MacBook Pro 16-inch into your LG monitor uh, using USB-C, and the monitor charges the MacBook as well as the MacBook providing a screen, to, like, uh, visual data to the, to the monitor. But if your MacBook starts working extra hard, it doesn't get enough power from the screen, so it'll start using the battery. Weird stuff happens with this bidirectional, like, when, when there's... Um, sort of a confluence of concerns with one wire. It gets a little confusing to know what's possible. And this whole MagSafe wireless charging thing does that for me. Like, if you just run it the opposite way, do you charge something rather than, in, like, taking charge? I I don't know. I, I, I when, should probably find out. When I plug my out, phone but... into my iPad, it does say, like, do you want to trust this computer? And I've never said, yes, I want to trust it, and I don't know what happened if I did. You don't trust <laughs> that computer. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Well, I'll I tell you one thing. Yeah. You did once, and I've seen your nudes. So that's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. All right, hold on. Can we talk about something real here for a second? 5G is real. That's what I've heard. Uh, yeah. Somebody told me that for about, I don't know, somewhere between five to ten minutes. I blacked out for part of it. Yeah, the event was over an hour, but not by much. And I feel like the eight or 12-minute overage was entirely Apple and other people saying the word 5G over and over again. Yep. I have to imagine if I'm one of Apple's other cellular partners, I'm jealous of all the attention Verizon got, which may well be Apple's point. Yep. I, I wonder how much money was exchanged oh, sure. there. I, I don't know in yeah. which direction, but probably Verizon paying Apple is my guess. Yeah, my guess yes. would be that Verizon bought a Super Bowl ad worth of ad time inside an Apple event. It was... Like that, that, that was a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> was a lot of Verizon. It was a lot. I mean, they, you know, they originally had like seven different game demos, and they cut it down to one because the, the Verizon guy took up the rest of the time. I think the reason they spent so much time on this is because nobody really understands what the point of 5G... Like, we, we all know instinctively it's faster. To cause faster. coronavirus. That's what it's for. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the design purpose? I, it, seems, it seems like a lot of work. I hate that I live in a world where I kept thinking that. Like every time I say five G, some jackasses like. Well, as getting... soon as he started talking about five G, Tim ran off the stage. So I, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's it. it. Yeah, masks on. Somehow masks protect you from five G. Michael, I don't know anything about the um the different. There's there are two different speeds of five G, right? Yeah, yeah. There's and 5G I don't know the and... difference between the two, but I'm looking at the product page. One's for a these lot things, faster. And they're all the same, right? Yes, because I think there was there was speculation that the you know like the the twelve and the twelve mini were going to have slower speeds than the twelve pro. The issue is not the phones; it's the network. There's not right. the m- exactly. millimeter wave stuff, which well, is like I thought the it was much the modem, faster. Though. I thought there were different modems. Yeah, I think that was a rumor, and it, it appears to not be true. I mean, well, there could be different modems, and just unless they all uh, got the slow one, <laughs> it would not surprise me. It would not surprise me at all for Apple to put the same 
kit in all of the phones because already you're trying to make a distinction between LTE and 5G. And I yeah. think with complicated <laughs> technologies, they try to just make it like, okay, you've got 5G. Does that include mean us having to write like three drivers and have two different modems? Maybe. But we're going to do it because we, I think they want to avoid the USB-C insanity, right? Sort of like this wire does that and that wire does this. Just whatever. You got 5G and it's going to work in the way that you think it would work. I think the biggest question that people are wondering about is, is Moltz going to get the new tiny phone or what? Like, what are you going to do, John? <laughs> Moltz right. is kind of wondering that himself, actually. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. think I've been thinking about it. I think you have to. I think you got to do the trade in and just do it. I'm very interested in this phone. The only thing that's holding me back is that. Well, there's. I guess there's two things holding me back. But one of them is the big one. I think is that uh, the my iPhone nine, which is what I call it, has Touch ID. And did you just do a Trumpism? That's what I call it. That's what everybody calls it, dude. <laughs> that's what I call it. No one calls <laughs> it. It's the iPhone SE. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a name I came up with. <laughs> I think everyone's going to be calling it that. <laughs> Um, you to slow you're hearing about it more and more. Stop. Stop. <laughs> more and more Stop. <laughs> this is all the podcast is now. Uh, <laughs> uh, they don't let us do this on the superhero show. And until and until I don't it's have to wear... It's going to get bad when Sean starts calling it the China phone. <laughs> until I don't have to wear a mask in the grocery store, I l- would rather have Touch ID, frankly. So I'm just... kind of leaning towards keeping the, the phone that I have. Wow. Never thought I'd see the day. We'll see. We'll wow. see because I am easily, you know, mollified by shiny. Objects, I, as someone so. who uses their face ID phone in the grocery store with a mask on, yeah, it's annoying, but it probably wouldn't stop me. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. Okay. Yeah, I just type in them. So, I mean, my password is uh, I've got a. <laughs> I I reverted one two three four. I changed my password to guy English so I can get it in pretty fast. <laughs> Please spell it. Use capitals. I've reverted to a dumber password than like a really long alphanumeric one that i'd previously had for the sake of dealing with the virus on account of uh i am less concerned about my phone getting stolen now than i am mm-hmm. as you are walking around without a mask and like you know being a bad citizen so yeah i hear you john tim cook is very disappointed in you you said you would buy a smaller phone if there was a smaller phone they made it for you and now you don't want it <laughs> they made two go to your room jerks <laughs> Anyway, I'm thinking about it. I'll let you know. Also, I want to see how the election turns out. <laughs> yeah, I, I am living my so life. Like, if Biden November, wins, you don't need November face ID. Is that the idea? <laughs> which, which I will know, which I hopefully will know by the time I, I need to make this decision. <laughs> November Oof. 4th is like one of those branching Star Trek episodes where God knows what happens. Exactly, I, I, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry you invited me on the show. All right, let's go. <laughs> no, no. Here's, here's my... I don't know. I assume i will just do the trade-in for the apple trade-in phone program that dan and i are in and i'll get a whatever the new one is i honestly and i don't say this is a way to be uh, negative about apple or anything else and i did have to mute near the end because i jumped on a call at two o'clock my time when they were still talking i don't know what i'm supposed to be excited about with the new phone exactly uh it looks like it's slightly taller which i'm not looking for it looks like it weighs slightly less which fantastic if it doesn't have like three times the battery life or camera features that i will notice as a person who takes pictures of my kids and interesting trees like i don't know how it's going to be useful <laughs> for me but i was very intrigued by the home pod mini if that's what it was called mm. i just don't have any need for another smart speaker but it looked it looked good i have no idea how it sounds but it looked like it was cool i just i can't i can't buy another speaker i got no reason your reason is you want it that's the reason <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm not you dan 
Dan's smart speaker house full. At a hundred bucks, I may, I may, uh, I may pull the trigger on that one. Oh wait, John yeah. buying a smart speaker is. I, I think that is truly the biggest Prime Day miracle of them all. <laughs> Prime Day, Prime Day. Except it has nothing to do with Prime Day. I think yeah, I the. I mean, two things. One, Lex, I'm kind of with you on the upgrade thing. I think I'll just do it because it's like frictionless to to basically upgrade the phone and. I don't know. It has some new stuff on it. B, but yeah, I mean, LiDAR and 5G, they picked like two things that are really hard to sell to the average person who does honestly not give a shit about either of those things. <laughs> because I think it's uh, LiDAR is, uh, swear to God, useful. LiDAR is a very important technology. They to are not cre- making the case for it on a phone. <laughs> they, are, they are not. And the reason that they're not is that I think they've got a little... Uh, uh, technology hard on for saying lidar <laughs> rather than I- explaining what explaining the, what you do with the it benefits are right which is like sharper yeah. photos which is they did get to but they were like lidar it's awesome and it's like it's cool it's lasers basically it's like the 1980s style of like you mean there's lasers in this that's cool and it, it's difficult to explain yeah, that's like just why a, that te- why that tech by itself is great and 5G they did not sell me on at all i when am I ever out on LTE wishing I could download something huge? I don't like the biggest thing I download is dumb superhero shows. And <laughs> the speed at which they download is not the problem. It's the speed at which I can consume them. There is very little that I need to download to my phone that goes too slow for me to be able to consume it in real time. Now, 5G does open up uh, new capabilities and, and new possibilities. Uh, particularly with the millimeter wave stuff, but it's not there yet. So well, that, that's the big I, issue is both of these things. I yeah. feel like there's to a certain right. degree, there's no there there yet where it's like right. this stuff, you'll love it someday. Maybe by the time the next iPhone comes out, maybe then you'll be excited about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that was the, even the the guy from Verizon was said that, right? <laughs> he said, right. he said, we don't, you know, you won't be using it now, but you'll be using it someday. Like, right. and that's, so that's right the other thing this is, phone now. They spent a long time trying to sell it and they picked all of these things that are, are just not use cases now, right? Like, oh, you'll be, you know, when you're out in a crowd, it, it, the, the, you know, network holds up better when you're out in a crowd again someday oh medical yeah. imaging like that was to me the most transparent thing is like giant medical imaging you can download it anywhere i'm like that is great and i kind of see what you're doing there but i honestly again it doesn't really make that big a difference right now we, and that's, remote medicine. And that's how steven strange got into a car accident yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry lex i love you i love that you got a superhero <laughs> thing in there i'm like desperately trying to cram star trek but you just go right for the superhero oh. um <laughs> The the thing the thing is is that it's difficult to explain what what the benefits are when there's no use cases there. The uh, not tier two, but like second mode uh, of five G is uh, the millimeter wave thing, which works in um, uh, very confined spaces. So, like in arena, you can have a bunch of like repeater towers, and the devices will all talk to each other and effectively coordinate and create a, a mesh network, which can be carry like a lot of bandwidth and be very, very fast. Now, that's cool if you're at a stadium and for some reason, like, I don't know, the stadium invests in broadcasting, uh, I don't know, the, the last amazing play. So you can see it. 
I don't know if you need the 5G stuff there, though. Maybe for that many people, it makes that easier. But that is, and it's also a class of problems that is very small, right? Like, is that a problem you have at your kid's birthday party? No, it's not. It's not a thing. Yeah. It's not a compelling thing. And and similarly, especially at you know Dan's point, I don't I don't think they sell light out that well. Like moving the camera around a room and getting uh, that kind of depth information is an incredible technical achievement, but they haven't yet told you what they can use it for. And my take is that both of these technologies, specifically LiDAR, are uh, useful for other uh, product platforms that are not out yet. So it's good for them to be putting it in the field, seeing what it does, and getting all that kind of data, and learning how to ship them in huge numbers. I think there's a there's a bunch of people who are I mean there's this I mean not a bunch but there are people who are interested in it because they know what it is and they want to play right. around with it and then there are also that there are also people who just want the best camera and don't ask too many questions about what that means mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and so those people will get the pro simply because they know that it has the better camera and they want the better camera results. I think the other thing that uh, we should mention briefly, and I know, Lex, you are skeptical about this, but I'm curious. I will be curious to see how it bears out in real-world testing. Is this ceramic shield, the the glass that's infused with, like, magic? (laughs) I'm not skeptical. I... What I want, listen, what I kept thinking about when they were talking about this fancy ceramic glass was when Elon Musk and friends were showing off the Cybertruck (laughs) and like, look how strong these windows are. We'll test them live and then smash and then smash again. The best product demo. Yes. <laughs> I even kind of really like Tesla. Wanted... Elon bugs me, but that was that was such a great product demo. It was awesome. Yeah. But I really want to see, and you know, people will do this, but you, what you want to see is Apple doing it live in a, you know, a non-fully controlled environment. Drop some freaking phones on the ground. Like, take a stack of smartphones, your old ones, your new one, your competitors, and drop them on the ground and show me what happens. Yeah, I think the issue there is when when you're not doing an event live on stage, there's like, right. you're, you're opening up the question of like, well... How many takes do they do? How much do they cherry pick? Right, right? that's like, what I was, that's why I was literally writing to yeah. these two clowns like, do a live. I want to break in live and show yeah. me right. Now. Boop, uh, boop, boop, boop. Live breaking from Apple Park. <laughs> we are tempted to crush actually, these phones in the hands of Big Bob Mansfield. <laughs> breaking from Apple Park. I hope that was not. my joke. More like not breaking. I stole Apple your joke, Park. John. <laughs> Just steal steal John's jokes. He has it coming. Um, that was actually uh, why Phil Schiller quit. Is uh, <laughs> he just wanted he to? He was crushed to, by Big Bob. He was Mansfield. crushed by Bob. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's great. It happens. It happens. Yeah. Sometimes, so I, I sometimes mean, Bob I just really crushes do. someone. <laughs> I really he do did, think that that's he cool. Did it to a bunny. <laughs> if, if you're gonna make, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> if they're gonna make the phones, sorry to interrupt your episode of Biff, but if they're gonna make those phones <laughs> look that cool. Um, then yeah, you don't want to use a case. And like I was saying before, I don't even want to use a clear case. And the only way I can get away with not using a case is if the glass is crazy. Like I've got my, what, what the phone, what phone do I have right now? Whatever my current phone is, I've got it here in my hand and my screen has nicks and it's in a case. And like, this is my first iPhone in a long time to have some scratches in it. And it pisses me off, but like, they're not noticeable enough to do anything, but I can feel them when I'm scrolling. And if they're getting better about those things, I like that. They changed the formulation of the glass for iPhone 11. It's softer. It's softer, so it shatters less. Like, there's a weird material trade-off there where if it's soft, that means it can 
Right, it can deform yeah. a little bit, so if you drop exactly. it, it can bend, and if it if you don't want it scratched, then it's brittle. So it's not like, shattering, but it definitely has some weird. It definitely has some weird, you know, feelable yeah. nicks. But yeah, I've got the same. And what I'm didn't was he the lead it. singer of Fleetwood Mac? Or <laughs> yes, I knew that was coming. Yeah. <laughs> you can't say feelable nicks on this show and not have somebody make a joke. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, I don't. I was intrigued by that glass. I I would like I would like to use a phone caseless again. So I, I don't know. Well, that, I don't yeah, know. I, I'm I'm with you on that i i have to say i think the this year i've struggled i mean i have a phone case and i i have a like a clear silicone case and i grew the alexit yellows over time so it looks looks crappier i would like to go caseless but mine still looks fine but well then give me which one you're using because i'm you can't have it well give it to me it's also give it to me (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're gonna really have to stretch that thing to fit on your phone i'll make it work but uh, yeah i uh, i'll sell you that i'll sell you that in a phone for (laughs) phone charger cost of a new 12 minutes i i just i feel like i've gotten into the the habit of using a case and like getting away from it feels scary now like everyone every week once a week i like you know i i after i go to the store usually i do like disinfect the phone and wash the case etc and i and then eventually the the phone usually dries off faster than the case does and so i carry it around for like an hour or two with no case i'm like oh this is nice but i feel like i'm gonna drop it all the time uh this is a podcast advertiser who's not advertising on this podcast but i really do like phone soap which independent tests say work so i have a phone soap one of those like uv, UV things things that you stick your phone in. so wait this is fascinating to me i've never heard of disinfecting my phone and now i feel like a very very dirty boy i well, not- you are <laughs> not in the fun way. There was a big story. Yes. Yeah, People I don't do it either. When Apple finally said you could use Clorox wipes on your phone. Yep. Like Apple announced that early pandemic because your phone is your dirtiest. Yeah. I, okay. I did hear that. Outside but it's dirty your with your own stuff. Like it's, yeah, that's Dan not... washes his when he comes home from the store and stuff. Like that's what I do. And if I've been uh, out, if I've been out of the I don't place... do it every time, but I do it I do it once a week, figuring that's that's probably fine. And like the place where I have it out most of the time, because if I'm at the store, I'm ch- constantly checking my shopping list, for example. And so I figure yeah, I mean, that's you, the time yeah. to do it. But don't get me wrong, you're not crazy. I'm just re examining my own habits. Uh so I yeah. and the reason it uh sort of uh piqued my interest was that I don't use a case, so I I wondered if like if people that use cases do they disinfect their phone more like is does grime get under the case is that an issue or, i put like, the whole thing into because it's like uh, light isn't going to disinfect grime, the dishwasher. right grime is dirt i right. stick the whole thing case and all into the phone soap device god into i hate giving them free ads i sell them ads <laughs> this is painful <laughs> but it's, uh, they owe you one they owe you one now it's okay case and yeah. all it's, that's why i got a fine. small phone <laughs> But I, I, I know, I know, I'm, I'm interrupting our own discussion here on ultraviolet layers. But I want to make sure we don't miss a topic because if we talked about it, I missed it. Can we talk about the giant house set for a few minutes? <laughs> oh no, it's not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was my home. It was, was weird. It? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know oh, how they Canada. got that video. <laughs> I really thought I loved it. I saw there was plenty of commentary about it. I loved that freaking set. I have a question. I love that Apple I have built many it. Questions. Yes. First of all, Please. was it, was it entire? Was it indoors or outdoors? It was indoors. I believe it was it's on indoors. a giant soundstage. Okay, yeah. that seems yeah. likely. But I, I, for a second, I couldn't tell because they had done some stuff with like the the background and stuff like that. But I assumed it was probably indoors. They, maybe they used it's, the volume yeah. from the Mandalorian. That would have been cool. Anyways, I think you're right, Lex. It was an interesting way to show it. It feels like everybody's tried to do that, and I felt like their approach. And maybe you know we're all biased because we are Apple fans. But it felt like it landed better here than it has in similar things from like google tried a little bit to do that with some of their home stuff a couple weeks ago i just feel like this seemed more interesting 
I don't know. I'm not even sure if they built a set if they just have that. As <laughs> That's where like, Phil lives. <laughs> well, I, I assume that they had to build it for this purpose. It didn't. It didn't make sense for any other purpose other than this kind of demo thing. Because so. it wasn't. It wasn't a show's set, and yeah. it's not like they can. It's not like they're. You know. I don't know how to even say that and no and echoic chamber. Like there's no purpose for tech testing. It's just right, showing. Right. You like, can't. I mean, like if you're not, you're not going to be testing the home pod in there because yeah. you're missing a wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I do know that they've got spaces that are like living rooms and stuff. In fact, uh, they like, they've got a briefing area or they've got a briefing house yeah, in, in New York, Manhattan. in Manhattan. Which, I mean, if you ever think Apple's going out of business, they could just sell that and raise another $8 billion. So, not a problem. Uh, it's funny how much like, time we spent in Apple Park uh, during the coronavirus, and there's right. no one else there. Moltz yeah, was asking man, uh, during the show if that family in the house was a real family, because they weren't always socially yeah. distancing. I, I wasn't worried. My assumption was, if they weren't, that they were all tested. And, you know, it's like the way they do SNL, right? The SNL cast members are all right on top of each other. I mean, I was just interested interested to know if there is a family out there that, um, you know, a family of, of actors who... <laughs> Who is yeah, it's now possibly possible. making making more money because they can they can say we're a family, and if you need a family for your show or your whatever, we're all in the same COVID pod, and we can show up and be in your thing. COVID pod, another well, new product coming from Apple. If you just to say, yeah. if you this... watch to the end of the podcast, they all have like they're now yeah. the, or the the podcast, podcast. yeah, the mm-hmm. event. It has all the safety information at the end now where they talk about like all the precautions yeah. that they take for filming yeah, this. I love that part. Yeah. So I, I wonder, I don't know. I didn't look closely. I did. I, I saw but. it. And, and sadly, uh, that family all <laughs> contracted <laughs> so COVID. No, no, but, no, no. But they were given Regeneron and are now a family of superheroes. It's a true, a true fact. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah. You, 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 what I find kind of unfortunate about... Um, some of these events is that apparently the only person that they trust to do anything that's slightly humorous is Craig. Kyan had that James Bond. Oh, that was good. That was actually, uh, that was very Russian cute. nesting doll. And I thought that was actually cute. I that mean, was actually very, very well executed. As corporate gags go, you know, like it's hard to pull off a corporate goofy gag. And I yeah. thought that was well done. It made me miss yeah, the old uh, Apple ad with uh, Yao Ming and Vern Troyer <laughs> when they had the 16 inch <laughs> oh, yeah. and the 13 yeah. inch or whatever, yep. the 12 inch. Man, I miss that. Yeah. It's a good point, though. And I think the, but uh, let me put it this way I think it's smart to realize where your limitations are and not to try hard if you they, if you have people who right. cannot pull it off. Right. And I think that just they've happened on something with Craig where he ends up being very dynamic and, and he's got delivery, right? Like he's got the timing and the delivery right. for the most part. And I think they leaned yeah. into that, but like it's way worse if you try to push it on someone who can't it do is. it. It is, but it's just, it seems like maybe they're... <laughs> They should develop some more talent in that area. Right. They should. I think that's right. I think that's right. If they don't Hire have the talent to do it, they have to get funnier people involved, and we're all available. But the. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. The, we'll ditch this. The, I mean, come on. The thing that was. If you need never, to show, I am never. <laughs> we have no sponsor, so. <laughs> Rebound Prime. It's because Lex Rebound keeps giving it away for free. <laughs> Who's going to buy the cow when Lex is giving it away? The, um, come on. I, I, like, this is the reason I agree with with everybody, I guess, that they shouldn't try to be funny if they can't. It's because they can't even 
successfully feign enthusiasm for games like yes when they're like boy (laughs) i can't wait to play this fun game when i'm having enjoyment time it's like wow that certainly looks thrilling and i and i'm gonna be playing a lot of that i'll be first in line for it even though though i work 90 hours a week Yeah, it's it's hard to there's a lot of stuff that I think they do very well with and then every once in a while there's like these slightly awkward things. I feel like both Bob and Tim do a little bit of the thing where they kind of go up on the balls of their feet almost and like lean forward when they're gesturing and it's it feels You hate strange, that. That part does like, not bother me at all. And I hate so many things in people's performances. That part doesn't bother me at all. I think it's weird and like nobody knows what to do with their hands. I mean it's it's hard. Presenting is is tough and, and it's actually not so everybody, much easier live, I think. For this for this oh, yeah, style presentation, you're doing it on stage. It's not even the audience. It's just that like it's ephemeral. Even if it's going to be recorded, like it just happens. Right. Here, it's you're doing take after take. I'm sure because like you stumble right, at all, right. and, and then yeah. it just gets weirder and weirder. It gets more and more stilted. Well, it's like it's like when you take uh, right. you know you're doing if you ever like had your picture taken and like after 30 seconds of smiling, it's like oh what this feels weird. <laughs> why why is my mouth doing this? Yeah. This is our fourth take of this podcast. We all have scripts in front of us, and this is as good as we can do it. <laughs> yeah, I kept farting through we the, did first the first two. three with James. <laughs> the first three, <laughs> and we didn't change the lines for guy either. And you know it just wasn't working. I'm sorry, James. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he's gonna hate. He's us. already been sad. Oh, he's, he's, he's already he's upset. That he's, not on this. He's, he's already he's already left a, left a message in the Slack that he's. Oh, no. He's listening to some other podcast live. Fuck that guy. <laughs> okay. I love you, James. I just I sniped you on this one. That's all. Yeah, you, you miss you miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take, James. 